Welcome to You News, the podcast using the power of Univision to bring the news that matters to you in English. Today is Tuesday, May 12th. I'm Lorraine Caceres. Here are today's headlines. The nation's top health officials testifying in front of Congress today for the first time since the coronavirus became a pandemic. The Trump administration issuing new guidelines about the wearing of masks in the White House. President Trump refusing to wear one as the White House faces growing criticism over its response to the coronavirus crisis. And a mysterious illness is targeting children infected with the coronavirus. A look at the growing number of cases. We begin today with the nation's top health officials testifying in front of Congress for the first time since the coronavirus became a pandemic. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading expert in infectious disease, offering a stark warning to the American people that reopening too soon will cause needless suffering. Janet Rodriguez has the latest from Washington, D.C. Yes, Lorraine, the testimony has now gone on for over two hours, and Dr. Fauci is saying that, yes, we are going in the right direction, but unfortunately, this virus is not under control. He is also saying that he's very worried that the federal government has put in place certain checkpoints so that the states can reopen safely. But as the states are reopening without meeting those checkpoints, that we will just be in a grave situation where the states are not going to be able to respond to outbreaks of coronavirus as they happen because we did not safely reopen the country. He also expressed a concern for returning schools, uh, school children and universities this fall because he says there will not be a treatment or a vaccine for kids to be able to return safely to campuses across the country this fall. And of course, he said that it's inevitable, as he has said before, that the virus will be with us this fall. This is what Dr. Fashi had to say on that. And Jenna, the assistant secretary. The NIH has developed a rapid acceleration of diagnostics program called RADx. We're going to award to that specific program up to a half a billion dollars to support the development of COVID-19 diagnostics. It is a national call for innovative technologies that will be evaluated in a shark tank-like selection process to get to either success or failure rapidly. Moving on to therapeutics, I'll talk a bit about the remdesivir success antiviral in a moment, but let me emphasize. Uh Dr. Fauci also said today that he does believe that the number of deaths is much higher than the 80,000 reported statistic at this point. He believes that many people have died of this country of coronavirus that have not been tested and were that the disease was simply just not detected at the time. So he believes that that number is much higher. Lorraine? Janet, so much information we still have to find out. But let me ask you this. The Assistant Secretary at the Health and Human Services Department, Admiral G. Rohr, was asked about the testing capacity. What did he say exactly? Well, he did say that he believes that, that there will be about 
40 million, 40 to 50 million tests available by the end of uh, summer that, you know, that yesterday he celebrated at the White House a testing victory in this country. But the administration has come under high criticism for not being able to give a test to everyone who wants it. They said that everyone who needs it can have a test. But at the moment, the concern and the concern shared today in that hearing is that there is not enough testing still to be able to reopen the country safely. Lorraine? Well, thank you very much. Janet Rodriguez reporting from Washington, D.C. Meanwhile, the White House announcing unprecedented new safety protocols as the coronavirus pandemic makes its way to the West Wing. The president insists that it's time to reopen the country in a safer manner, but a new poll suggests that Americans remain wary of coronavirus threat. Andrea Linares reports. At the president's Rose Garden press conference yesterday, many aides were seen wearing masks, including his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and the White House press secretary. But President Trump was not wearing one. I see everybody, just about everybody has a face mask on. They've learned about face masks, the good and the bad. The order sent by email requiring masks are for everyone who enters the West Wing, unless they are sitting at their desk and properly socially distanced. The advisory also warning, Unless you absolutely need to conduct in-person business in the West Wing, we respectfully ask you to avoid unnecessary visits. At the conference, the president making this clear. I want it open safely, but I want it open. As he applauded America's response to the pandemic, he said there are enough tests to go around. As far as uh, Americans getting a test, they should all be able to get a test right now. However, that's not what experts say. The reality on the ground is that many people who need a test can't get one today. And until they can get one, it's really dangerous to try to open up our economy and tell everybody they can just go back to work as though there, you know, there wasn't a major outbreak out there. But that conference came to an abrupt ending after this heated exchange with two reporters after being asked why testing is a global competition to him. They're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me, ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. What, sir, why are you saying that to me specifically? I'm telling you, I'm not saying it specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody that would ask a nasty question that's like that. That's not a nasty please question. Please go ahead. And then he refused to take a question from CNN. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. A new CNN poll conducted by SSRS shows that 54 percent of Americans say the government is doing a poor job preventing the spread of COVID-19. For now, President Trump and Vice President Pence will be maintaining their distance for the immediate future as a precautionary measure after Pence's press secretary tested positive. In Miami, Florida, Andrea Linares, U News. And as states continue to slowly reopen businesses, growing impatient, Tesla defying stay-at-home orders, Elon Musk reopening his factory and ready for a battle in court with officials. This as the governor of Hawaii considers a new strategy to make sure tourists comply with quarantine requirements. 
Tesla's Elon Musk joining the long list of desperate business owners. A packed parking lot at the company's assembly plants in Fremont, California, as employees headed back to work at the direction of their CEO. Musk tweeting on Monday, Tesla is restarting production today against Alameda County rules. I will be on the line with everyone else. If anyone is arrested, I ask that it only be me. Musk filed suit Saturday against Alameda County after the automaker was warned bringing workers back would violate its rules. Alameda County says it's working with Tesla to implement a safety plan that allows for reopening while protecting workers. A similar battle in Michigan, where a barbershop has won against Governor Gretchen Whitmer after he opened his business under stay-at-home orders, the courts allowing him to keep his doors open. Six weeks without a paycheck, with no, with no money coming in. In Maui, businesses are up and running since yesterday. Hey, we put a, a six foot by six foot sneeze uh, barrier between the cashiers and the customers. This as the governor announces he is considering taking pictures of tourists to hold them accountable. This after visitors were caught violating the mandatory 14 day quarantine. We're looking at the, um, where the gaps are in the quarantine process and working with the counties uh, to close all of the gaps. Uh, certainly having photos would be helpful. After a gradual reopening, Nebraska making the controversial move to hold primary elections today. Poll workers and voters at every location will be given masks and required to stay six feet apart. But election officials expect a light turnout given a record number of voters cast their ballots early. Meanwhile, as New York considers a reopening plan, on Monday the CDC released a report stating the number of deaths in New York City directly or indirectly attributable to coronavirus may be much higher than the official count. In mid-March, New York City reported roughly 24,000 more deaths than usual. 19,000 were directly linked to the virus, but it's still unknown why the other 5,000 deaths occurred. Evidence that the pandemic may be killing Americans without ever infecting them. And even though many cities across the country are back open, protests in different places like Pennsylvania and Tampa continue to happen. People upset that things are not moving fast enough. Meanwhile, about 20 million people here in the U.S. are reportedly 